Grace and peace to you from Jesus. My name is Drew Enos, and I'm one of the leaders here at Park Hill Church in San Diego. Bread is the way our community is reading through the scriptures together in 2023. We want to slow down and hear God's voice together as we are still and quiet in his presence. We are creating these podcasts on the first week of every month throughout this year to help equip you to practice bread on your own for the rest of the month. As we begin our practice, you'll want to have a Bible, a journal, and a pen. If you don't have a bread journal, feel free to download the PDF on our website. Our reading today is from Acts chapter 19. At any point of this reading, feel free to pause the recording if you need time to reflect or write something down. Before we read, we begin simply by breathing and being still in God's presence. Let's invite the Spirit of the Living God to speak something specific to us as we read today. This might be a single word, a phrase, whatever resonates or catches your attention. Write it down. Take this moment to breathe. Simply be still and quiet before the Lord. Put your feet flat on the ground and place your palms up in a posture ready to receive. Inhale and exhale as you acknowledge God's presence to you. Now, let's read Acts 19 together. While Apollos was at Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples, and he asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. So Paul asked, Then what baptism did you receive? John's baptism, they replied. Paul said John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. He told the people to believe the one coming after him, that is, in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. There were about twelve men in all, Paul entered the synagogue and spoke boldly there for three months, arguing persuasively about the kingdom of God. But some of them became obstinate. They refused to believe and publicly maligned the way. So Paul left them. He took the disciples with him and had discussions daily in the lecture hall of Tyrannus. This went on for two years, so that all the Jews and Greeks who lived in the province of Asia heard the word of the Lord. God did extraordinary miracles through Paul, so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick, and their illnesses were cured and evil spirits left them. 
Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon-possessed. They would say, In the name of the Jesus whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. Seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, were doing this. One day the evil spirits answered them, Jesus I know, and Paul I know about, but who are you? Then the man who had the evil spirits jumped on them and overpowered them all. He gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. When this became known to the Jews and the Greeks living in Ephesus, they were all seized with fear, and the name of the Lord Jesus was held in high honor. Many of those who believed now came and openly confessed what they had done. A number who had practiced sorcery brought their scrolls together and burned them publicly. When they calculated the value of the scrolls, the total came to 50,000 drachmas. In this way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power. After all this had happened, Paul decided to go to Jerusalem, passing through Macedonia and Achaia. After I have been there, he said, I must visit Rome also. He sent two of his helpers, Timothy and Erastus, to Macedonia while he stayed in the province of Asia a little longer. About that time, there arose a great disturbance about the way. A silversmith named Demetrius, who made silver shrines of Artemis, brought in a lot of business for the craftsmen there. He called them together, along with the workers in related trades, and said, You know, my friends, that we receive a good income from this business. And you see and hear how this fellow Paul has convinced and led astray large numbers of people here in Ephesus, and in practically the whole province of Asia. He says that gods made by human hands are no gods at all. There is danger not only that our trade will lose its good name, but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis will be discredited, and the goddess herself, who is worshipped throughout the province of Asia and the world, will be robbed of her divine majesty. When they heard this, they were furious and began shouting, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians! Soon the whole city was in an uproar. The people seized Gaius and Aristarchus. Paul's traveling companions from Macedonia and all of them rushed into the theater together. Paul wanted to appear before the crowd, but the disciples would not let him. Even some of the officials of the province, friends of Paul, sent him a message begging him not to venture into the theater. The assembly was in confusion. Some were shouting one thing, some another. Most of the people did not even know why they were there. The Jews in the crowd pushed Alexander to the front, and they shouted instructions to him. He motioned for silence in order to make a defense before the people. But when they realized he was a Jew, they all shouted in unison for about two hours, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians. The city clerk quieted the crowd and said, Fellow Ephesians, doesn't all the world know that the city of Ephesus is the guardian of the temple of the great Artemis and of her image, which fell from heaven? Therefore, 
Since these facts are undeniable, you ought to calm down and not do anything rash. You have brought these men here, though they have neither robbed temples nor blasphemed our goddess. If then Demetrius and his fellow craftsmen have a grievance against anybody, the courts are open and there are proconsuls. They compress charges. If there is anything further you want to bring up, it must be settled in a legal assembly. As it is, we are in danger of being charged with rioting because of what happened today. In that case, we would not be able to account for this commotion, since there is no reason for it. After he had said this, he dismissed the assembly. This is the word of the Lord. What was the word or phrase that stood out to you? Take a moment to reflect and write it down in the read section of your journal. Next, we move to encounter. Take your chosen word or verse and meditate on it. What is God revealing to you about himself, about you or your life? Write whatever the Spirit is saying to you in this moment. Now it is the time to consider ways to apply this scripture in your life today. Based on what you wrote down in the encounter portion, what's one thing you can do today to live out what God might be speaking to you? What's one practical thing God is prompting you to do today? Write that down in the apply section of your journal. Finally, take this moment to devote yourself to God. Receive his refreshment and seek to follow him as you devote yourself to him throughout today. Write this prayer as you are present to him and he is present to you. Commit this day to him with a prayer of thanksgiving.
Thank you for joining me today. Tomorrow we will continue our readings in the book of Acts together. May the Lord bless you and keep you.